from Lunchbox. Today we are reviewing episode five of WandaVision. Of course, I am joined today by Lou and Alex. We don't have a germ with us today um, because we're not sick. No germs here. Um, (laughs) So before we get into the episode, um, we're just going to remind you about our giveaway and Lou will do that. Uh, Yes, we are giving away a pair of Funko Pops right here. Um, You know, to, to uh, win it, just like, subscribe, and the more comments you have, the more chances of winning. And then we shall announce the winner on episode nine of this thing. So by episode nine, we'll have a winner. Yay. Free stuff. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> cute free stuff. I love them. They're so cute. Um, so jumping in, well, before we really jump into exactly what happened in this episode, how did everyone feel about this episode? Whoever wants to start, I'll I'll go. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll return. I'll I'll just touch because I wasn't there with last week's recap. I'll just touch on it a bit. Uh, last week's episode uh, was was fantastic. It uh, and necessary because it broke away from the mold that the that the show had going, where uh, each decade was an episode, and they broke away from that just to divulge some information. And I think that was necessary for the more cynical of us of, of our viewers that like hey we need we need something more it can't be as germ puts it whimsy it can't all be whimsy although that's fun but uh they really need to tether the reality and last week they did it uh and this week they kind of balanced both they they went back to the uh sitcom premise but they also went into the real world and divulged a lot, and I think this is the one that gets my uh, my Marvel nerd hackles up. It's like, oh, there's a lot here <laughs> that that is like that. That's from a comic book. That could be from a comic book. That's definitely comic book stuff. And I can't wait to talk about it. Um. So basically, what I was gonna say is Alex just said it. So I'm gonna keep it short and simple. What Alex said is what I'm gonna say. So there you go. Except uh. I did maybe I, I'm not gonna say that I liked it more or less than the previous episode, so it's it's there. But one detail that I did do is I watched it immediately a second time right after it finished. And then one more before I went to bed. <laughs> I liked this episode. I did not like it as much as I liked last week's episode. I actually, I appreciate what they tried to do with kind of balancing between like the sitcom and the reality, but I wanted more of either of them. I felt like it was just like little snippets of each and it kind of left me wanting more in both regards. Um, So I'm hoping we'll find a better balance moving forward. Um, I did do a very similar thing to Lou though. And I watched the episode, I've watched it five times now. I'm a monster. This was the first time I actually watched it with a friend. We watched it um, just like through um, Discord together. And then we spent like two hours analyzing it, going by frame by frame by frame, watching it again. And then we watched it like separately multiple times. So I've seen it five times. I've nitpicked the absolute business out of it more than I have for any other one. And that was really, that was fun for me. Because like Alex said, there were a lot of little things to find in this episode. And I'm sure... I'm also finding things that are not even supposed to be there at this point because I've spent too much time looking at it. But uh, yeah, those are my thoughts on it. 
Um, so of course it is the 80s aesthetic this time. Um, so what do you guys feel about that? Because this is, I think, the most we've seen of the 80s aesthetic so far. Um, I'm going to start off. I actually love the, the 80s. This time I'm more familiar with the, uh, the show since I grew up in the 80s. So at one point, I, I've, I've seen some of these actual shows that they were referencing to. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this was to date the longest episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, the, the 80s aesthetics was pretty awesome. Yeah, it definitely took me back. Uh, like Lou said, I, I also was raised on the 80s and like it took me back to growing pains and family ties. Full house, of course uh uh yeah everything about it just, just seeing vision and like the family uh portrait like him as a little baby <laughs> it just didn't make sense but it was great uh i, I was a big fan of that it, it, it was really cool uh very nostalgic for me uh very well done like the, the this is the one that was on point uh for me i was not raised on the 80s things at all um, I've seen some Full House only because I'm literally named Michelle after Full House. <laughs> um, so that's the only reason that I've seen any of it. Um, I'm not familiar with absolutely really anything else. So for me, it didn't have that nostalgic feel, though I can appreciate like the wild outfits because like when we look back at family photo albums, like my mom had that hair for sure. And it really like, it's a look and I love it. Um, I thought like the costumes were absolutely spectacular. The little baby vision reminded me of baby Grinch and it kind of freaks me out. I didn't like it. It looks so weird because it just looked like a painted baby more. And I know that's honestly probably the point, but it just looked so off that it just, oh, I, I was losing it at that part. I thought it was so funny. Um, so jumping into the actual episode, this one was, I feel like, meaty. Like a lot of things happened and a lot of things didn't happen. A lot of things were set up. Um, so right away, we had Agnes coming over to visit and kind of, I would describe it as an awkward encounter. Um, how did you guys feel about that scene? Like, how, did it was it awkward for you? Like, what would you describe it as? Um, to me, it just kind of reaffirms that uh, what, what I guess we were talking about earlier that Agnes is in the know of these things like she in this episode was really comfortable with what's going on and, and Wanda vice versa was just kind of just letting herself be, be Wanda like doing the magic and and then we have Vision who's like the hell is going on here so yeah it we're seeing a, a, a more clear uh, picture of Agnes well for now anyway we we still don't really know who she is but it's it's clear that I think she's there to help Wanda for something yeah Wanda uh, sorry uh Agnes she is like the big like I I feel like I have mostly everyone else figured out except for Agnes Agnes and 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 the thing is like whatever mystery surrounds Agnes could collapse the rest of my theories because like she, she has this <laughs> she's like she's a knowing player in this game she knows like what the game is she knows her role in it but why is that no like why would Wanda allow this in her personal uh universe to, to happen like it's uh, so so I think wait is she actually Agatha Harkness could, could that be it like I, I love that idea 
but but how would that fit in? Or is this like Mephisto? <laughs> as much as I'm reluctant to say, Lou, <laughs> uh, could, could it be? I, I don't know, but there, there there's something so intriguing about Agnes, uh, probably the, the most intriguing part of all this. And just the fact that they use her as a comedy set piece, it, 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 it kind of takes me back a little. Yeah. I, oh, she confuses me. Um, right. The thing that I can't figure out or like where my brain goes is what does Wanda think Agnes is doing? Like, because none of the other quote unquote actors or people have like, gone to Wanda and been like should I take it take the scene again like they that's not you know what I mean they're not really cognizant of the fact that they're actors so the fact that Agnes did that to Wanda and Wanda was like uh uh what like it just that was so it was so uncomfortable from all of respects because obviously Vision's like did you see that like poor guy he's being gaslit by Wanda it's unbelievable she's like what yeah. there's nothing and so I just don't get how Agnes is playing this like it just does Wanda actually think she doesn't know what's going on or does she know she knows something? Why is she not concerned by this person knowing things the way that she was concerned about Geraldine? Like there's just some extra little nugget in there that's making me crazy. And that leads me to my first really psychotic, and this is probably my weirdest theory about this episode. <laughs> so I, I don't know if you guys can look at your WhatsApp while you're zooming yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, because I want to send you two photos that Luke can put these up on the screen like for the video if you want yep that lead me to a theory that I have dubbed the tiger theory I, I checked Twitter and nobody really was talking about this like two people had mentioned tigers from this episode but I swear there's something going on so this is my crazy theory so I think Mephisto is the tiger on the table <laughs> That's my theory. Yes, Michelle, welcome to Club Mephisto. Yeah, I'm Club Mephisto now because there's something there. There's something extra there because there's a scene with the dog and there's this tiger on the table. And I was watching with my friend. I I pointed out to her, I was like, why is this decorative tiger toy on the table? Like, it's perfectly centered. It's right at the front of the frame. Like, we are supposed to notice the stupid tiger. Like, I was losing I was like why is it there is it gonna disappear like I was like watching it like a hawk I watched the entire scene again to like see if the tiger did anything weird it didn't then upon my next rewatch I saw the line of Agnes referencing herself as a tiger and I was like is that coincidental or is she working with the tiger Mephisto (laughs) that's that's my tiger theory it's crazy I just think there's something extra weird happening in there where there's like things in scenes that we are seeing, but we're not supposed to understand them yet. And I think it's all going to kind of come together. And I think the tiger is going to be an A for sure. Because it's so weird. <laughs> so weird. Uh, the only thing I'm going to add to that um, for, I guess, well, for my kind of theory is the, the Agatha Harkness theory is actually, I just realized it literally two minutes ago is her name, Agnes. Uh, in the comics, it's Agatha, A-G, and then Harkness, N-E-S-S, and then you combine it, it's Agnes. Yes. So yes. that's... that's. Oh, I, I yes. thought we knew yes. this, like, immediately. Absolutely. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely. Like, I, I didn't even think yeah. about that till two minutes ago. <laughs> I was like, oh, but shit, I gotta say this. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's, I mean, like, what are the odds? Agnes such... I mean, Agnes is a really, like... 
I think it's a good name for the time period that it started. That's a, not the craziest name. So I don't but know. The, but there's also like a lot of contradicting things, like especially like one of the first trailers where uh, she, she was dressed as the Wicked Witch of the West. Mm-hmm. And then that's right. when Vision did his break Wanda spell kind of thing, which is like, are you here to help us? Blah, blah, blah. And then she mm-hmm. sort of goes back. So it's like, oh man, I don't know what to think, but I, I like the intrigue for sure. Yeah. Um, so moving on, of course, in one of the things that we see Agnes be really chill about is the fact that the kids decide to age up. So they go from being babies to being five-year-olds um, in that very, very first scene. What did you guys think about that? And we kind of, we can talk about the general aging up of the children because that happened a couple of times. Uh, I mean, like, that's like one of those kids where in, or one of those things that in sitcoms tends to happen between seasons. Seasons, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah like, like Fresh Prince of uh, Bel-Air. Uh, what was the little kid's name? Nikki, I think? Nikki. Yeah, he went from a baby to like four or five years old. Meanwhile, everyone else was roughly still the same age. It's like, uh, okay, uh, we're going with this now. So, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a strange thing that, um, so Wanda created, apparently created these two life forms and they have their own free will to age themselves up. So much so to the point that Wanda has to convince them not to age up, to, to run away from their sadness. So uh, I, I think that's like a little bit of foreshadowing that Wanda's creations are going to start getting away from her. And her creations so far are those kids, possibly the, the, the cliffhanger of the episode, uh, which we'll discuss later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, the only thing I'd like to add to that is like, um... The how the 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 kids were aging it seems like there's something going on because even when they were uh like babies when wanda tried to make them stop crying like her her magic wouldn't work on her just the same as the like the stork her magic wouldn't work on the when the stork i mean the 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 theory then was it was germ where she said that maybe it's just because she's pregnant and all these things are going on but now that she has the babies, she can't control the. She can't control them. She can't do any magic to them. Interesting. I honestly, the kids make me super uncomfortable. There's something about them that just like screams wrong to me. I mean, the fact that they're there screams wrong. Like, there's just something about them that makes me anytime they're on the screen just makes me like, ooh. I don't know. I just like really don't trust children. Um, and no, especially because we had mentioned, and this also relates to the dog. We had mentioned, I want to say like episode two, that we had seen no kids and no animals. And this episode, we have the dog showing up and then we have the kids. And like, they're just so fabricated that I just can't trust them as being like real things. Um, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I don't know how, I don't have a real theory on like who, what their deal is. Just like, they don't belong. It's, it's very wrong. And that's the vibes that I'm getting from these little demon children. I've also watched too many horror movies with demon children. So that's where my head goes automatically when kids are weird. So. Uh, I, I, I do want to add uh, another thing about like Wanda's creations getting away from her. 
Uh, I, I don't know if this is on our docket to discuss, but uh, when Monica had those tests taken of hers, one of them, like it was an x-ray and it, it was just, just a blinding light. And like, cause I've read the comics, I know that that's a manifestation of her powers. Just the mm-hmm. photon, her photon powers are just bright light. So that's to me, what's happening with those test results that like, that's a manifestation of uh, Monica's powers and like Scarlet Witch gave Monica those powers mm-hmm. and that's just like out of her hands. It's out of Wanda's reality now and it's just in uh, in the real world and that's Monica's uh, just her like her own business now. Like she triggered a certain uh, gene t- to activate hey, itself, right? There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's it. <laughs> well, you know it, Lou. You know it. Um, speaking of kind of outside of Westview, I was going to say Westworld, my brain, I don't know, <laughs> Westview. Um, outside of that, of course, Alex kind of brought up that Monica had her test. Then we do see the debriefing from Hayward. That's the guy's name that we couldn't remember last week who could potentially be bad. And this episode makes me definitely think he's bad because he seems to be looking for an excuse to murder Wanda, um, just straight up point blank. Um, so even when Jimmy is doing his presentation of like, here's the background of Wanda, here's her, you know, her history, da da da. Hayward's very quick to, like, be like, oh, and then they joined Hydra, and then she attacked the Avengers, and then Lagos and Germany happened, and da 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 da. Um, so what did you guys think about kind of how that's all playing out on the outside now? So I I definitely think that he has something up his sleeve. Like, how evil is he? Like, is he the main? Like villain, I, I'm I'm not sure, but uh, there was this one scene in uh, episode, I I'd, maybe the third episode where every, every if you've noticed every hexagon shape is kind of within the uh, the bubble, except for uh, some plaques and stuff in his office that uh, they're they're arranged. I'll, I'll find it and I'll show you the. Uh, the plaques in his office, but they're all they're hexagonal heck that that shape. <laughs> and uh, but also uh, another thought is it's almost kind of too obvious that he's the villain that he might not be. It's like, hey, maybe he's actually just a dick in real life, but he's trying to do good. So it's 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 hard to make out right now, but maybe he's yeah, I'm iffy with him. Yeah, my, my initial thought was like, hey, this dude has something to hide. And uh, what that could be, I mean, we did see Scarlet Witch grabbing Vision's body. But was, it, doesn't that tell you that, like, what were they doing with the Vision's body? Like, against his wishes, they were yeah. working on it. So were they trying to bring it back online as, like, a soldier for let's say sword is that why uh you know director hayward was so quick to try to kill scarlet witch kind of like to to silence her it's possible i I don't know but it it, it does seem he has something to hide yeah i agree with that point like i thought it was really interesting that they made a point of mentioning whatever section it was in, in the accords that you know vision is just supposed to not be donated to science just let him be dead it's also in his will and yeah. then they 
like you could kind of see from the video footage of her stealing his body that his they dissected body was, the shit out of him it was not yeah. the way it was when we saw it last so there was definitely like some type of experimentation going on that was not approved by vision and so it's like hey we're, you're getting mad at wanda for bringing back her love but you're like also dissecting his dead body like bro mm-hmm. pick a side here um I, while we're talking about kind of the outside world, there was a couple mentions of other Marvel characters that I wanted to talk about, um, particularly when Monica is talking to Darcy and our buddy Jimmy. Um, they're trying to figure out like how to get back into the hacks, as it's now called. And there's uh, two, two drops of potential people. There's obviously, there's a very clear mention of Captain Marvel when Jimmy is arguing that Captain Marvel is just as powerful as Scarlet Witch. She could have taken on Thanos, all of that. And then, of course, I'm sure you guys noticed this, the mention of the aerospace engineer. And I know who I think it is. Do you want to say who you think it is? Because I'm sure we probably all agree, maybe. I'm going to say say it's Blue Marvel. (laughs) Oh! That, that that'd be a cool uh twist that'd be a cool but twist. i don't think they, they'd make him show up just yet i i i, I mean i'm sure you, you know like reed richards of course of course everybody wants it to be reed richards but would they have reed richards appear for the first time in the marvel cinematic universe on like the sixth or seventh episode of you know one of the tv shows i don't think so I, I have a feeling it's probably going to be someone else. Which character? I don't know. Hank McCoy? But, uh, oh, my God. It's a possibility. No, he's not aerospace. No, he's not. No, no. Oh. Yeah, he, he's he's a bio. bio. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's, yeah, yeah. he's the science of the body, not of the space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could be somebody forward. else. Fantastic. Forge. Oh, for, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> No, no, they, they, interesting. Yeah. Marvel has a ton of uh, geniuses to, uh, to to throw around. But uh, also, it's it's how how is it going to be John Krasinski? Because he's he's already playing Jimmy Woo. I mean, oh. <laughs> if if you get that joke, then if you don't, sorry. That was a good one. That was good. It took me a second, but because I've literally never seen The Office, but I've seen that clip, so I was like, I know what you're talking about. So we kind of touched on the fact that, you know, there's a dog in this episode named Sparky. I'm sure you comic book people can have a lot to add to that because I didn't know what that reference was until my friend told me. I was like, cool, that's a cool dog. I'm never um, actually, I, I know of the uh, that series where Vision moves to like the, the suburbs with other synthesoid wife and children. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't really have any notes about the dog except the fact that I think he was trying to kill himself. Like first yeah. with the the outlet, and then I'm pretty sure he knew dogs know. He ate the bush. Yeah, the, yeah, the poisons. I think he was. Just they to don't. Kill they dogs do not. You're giving dogs way too much credit. <laughs> way too much credit. My dog, when we got her, ate an entire Terry's chocolate orange. Like, oh no, chocolate's a poison. <laughs> and oh, she, man. I'm pretty sure, didn't want to die because she is still here, still kicking, and she's old. Um, well, this dog, Sparky, did want to die. Yeah, maybe Sparky's like, it feels weird being here. I just got poofed out of nowhere. I wanted to go back to the abyss. Um, so, yeah, the reference to Sparky was apparently that there was, in one of the comic books, Vision has a family, and he creates this little, like, robot dog, and it's called Sparky. And that's that's 
what it is and I was like okay fun that's cute cute little callback situation um I'm mad at Marvel for the treatment of Sparky I'm sorry how do you give us the first dog we've seen in I'm trying to think of dogs in Marvel movies and like I don't know when we've seen other animals truly like they exist but like we don't really not many people have pets in the Marvel universe yeah I don't remember and then you're gonna like just straight up murder it in the first time like it's there for one episode that was crazy yeah. so there was that cat in Captain Marvel but that doesn't count because it's a flurkin. Right, right. It was a flurkin. Right. What have we seen? Like a real animal. I mean, that was very cute. He was super cute. He's my favorite character in that movie. <laughs> but that's not saying much. Um, yeah. So Sparky the dog meets a tragic end. R.I.P. Sparky. <laughs> um, so, so let's talk a little bit about the commercial that we saw this episode. Um, so it was a commercial for Lagos the paper towel company <laughs> so um what what did you think like obviously alex this again plays into the theory that you'd mentioned so do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah i i i still maintain that th- this is uh wanda's subconscious just uh playing itself out like uh the 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 most significant aspects of her past uh they keep coming up in the form of these commercials lagos uh as a paper towel like a I, I I forgot the catchphrase, but it's basically like something to to clean up your big mistakes. Lagos yeah. was her biggest mistake, and uh, Captain America: Civil War, uh, like a misuse of her powers, caused the deaths of uh, quite a few people over there. And uh, subsequently, the Superhero Registration Act that was a huge issue. Uh, and uh, yeah, this commercial just uh, plays into that once again. That uh, Lagos what was another big uh, uh, circumstance in her life. Um, so the phrase specifically was, for when you make a mess, you didn't mean to. So yeah, which, which exactly is what would happen, yes. right? That's a good yes. description. So <laughs> I formulated a new ridiculous theory because now I'm just all about coming up with the stupidest, wildest <laughs> theory. So if they're right, I get major credit points. But if I'm wrong, it doesn't matter. Um, so this one, The commercial happened and I actually questioned one thing about it. And the thing I questioned was the use of color. It was red. It was quite red. So then I was just thinking about the color red and my friend and I were kind of having a back and forth about red and things that are red. And obviously Wanda's powers are red. And you know what else is red? One of the infinity stones, the reality stone. And then I was like, hmm, (laughs) the infinity stones. And then I thought about every commercial so far. So now I have a theory about the commercials being tied to the Infinity Stones. So the toaster was power. The watch was time. The tesseract-shaped bath powders were space. And then this one's reality. There you go. Oh, my Lord. That That is exactly what I was thinking. Okay. Is it really? I was thinking in some way shape or form i need to see like the next few commercials but i feel like some something is making her recreate the infinity stones like i think it it it'll boil down to trying to recreate the infinity so especially the mind stone which kind which vision kind of really needs to be vision and which is what he doesn't have right now that was kind of where i was going with it that 
that, that was, that's really curious, Michelle. I really like it. When, once you started mentioning red, I thought you were going to turn into Mephisto and I was going <laughs> to. No. It. I was actually but smiling I, a bit. I'm like, yes, yeah. yes. Sorry, no. I didn't get to Mephisto with that. Truthfully, like, I don't know much about Mephisto. So I had to do some Googling. But then I do have some Mephisto related theories. But oh, they're God. just really stupid. No, I don't like. I don't know. I know Mephisto based on you guys mentioning Mephisto. So I can't actually come up with anything new or relevant that you wouldn't already think of for Mephisto. So that was just, that's my thing about the commercial. Cause I know like the commercials really, they've made me crazy since day one. I know there's an extra purpose, like as we had kind of discussed. Um, and we kind of discussed it last week in the fact that the commercials are being shown to like Darcy and Jimmy Woo, like it's for mm -hmm. their benefit as well. So I just think there's extra, even extra layers. Not that I think Alex's theory is wrong. I think there's, they could both exist simultaneously. So right. moving on, um, pretty much what else happened. The, I mean, I think the only thing we didn't really talk about would be the big thing that happened this episode, like the big reveal, unless we've missed anything. I think that's it. Maybe, um, I don't know if you guys noticed, just going back a little bit, um, the mention of... Captain Marvel sort of kind of gave Monica the uh, oh no you didn't kind of vibes. What would you guys think about that? Like it, it was kind of it was pretty obvious. Like once Jimmy Woo mentioned Captain Marvel, she just goes straight to the board and like, well, it's, we're not talking about that right now. And it was like, hmm, wonder what happened. Uh, I, I mean, like to to me, it, it, it was like Monica was like. Yeah, if Captain Marvel was here, she she probably would take care of this in no time. You know that it looked like it gave me that sort of vibe. Where it's like, well, if she were here, she could she could clean this up for us. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't expect to be seeing Captain Marvel. I mean, I mean, I I think it's been announced that uh, Monica will be appearing in Captain Marvel too. So that yeah, that that'll make sense. But yeah, up up until then, uh, it it. it I don't know. It did seem a little like out of place. Yeah, I think. I, me, sorry, go ahead, Michelle. Sorry. I was gonna say, like, I think she's. I got the vibe that she's mad at Captain Marvel. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, okay, why? Based on what I've seen and what I know, why do I think she'd be mad? So I came up kind of two ideas. Number one, she's mad about Captain Marvel, like not fighting Thanos, Thanos originally, and allowing the snap to even happen, because that obviously greatly impacted Monica because of that. She lost all that time with her mom that she would have had and maybe she knows that captain marvel wasn't there and wasn't part of that original fight because then they're kind of referencing the fact that captain marvel could have done so much had she been there so i'm wondering if that's kind of like why she's angry like oh yeah well she showed up late to the fight kind of thing or she's kind of adding to that she's mad that she lost her mom and like captain marvel maybe could have saved her in some way like i don't know if captain marvel can beat cancer but like you know what i mean you have this all-powerful being who can do anything and like they let you know your mom slash their best friend die and maybe there's some like resentment there that that's all i could think of or to just kind of go with your idea a little bit i was just thinking maybe that she thinks captain marvel was partly responsible for her her mom's death because of what she was doing off planet they are best friends she could have maybe helped in, in, in whatever capacity, right? Just And maybe she wasn't even there when she died. She was off somewhere else. So, Or, or it's a Dr. Manhattan trip. 
uh, if you're familiar with Watchmen. She got cancer because of um, cancer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's just really dark. But, that, but. May, might be a little too dark for, for, for Marvel, but. Uh, Marvel's getting there, though. Like, they are, they're not pulling that many punches right now. I feel like they're slowly, like, being meaner. <laughs> like, God. I'm I'm still honestly not over Spider-Man getting snapped. Like I'm never gonna recover. <laughs> it just devastated me. Like I'm never I'm never gonna get over it. So I'm avo- I'm avoiding watching uh, Endgame for that Infinity reason. Oh, yeah. yeah, Infinity War, Endgame, and also I'm avoiding watching Black Panther because it's the one I'm technically on for my like own movie watching things, and I yeah. haven't watched anything with Chadwick Boseman in it since he passed, and I feel very emotional thinking about it. And I'm not ready to cry all day. So, (laughs) let's talk about exciting things and people coming back from the dead, potentially. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, we see, well, what happens pretty much that leads up to it is that Wanda and Vision have a argument, like a pretty heated argument. They're both ready to use their powers because Vision is upset that Wanda is definitely not telling him everything. Um, after his encounter with Norm, he knows that something crazy is going on and he just doesn't understand why Wanda's not explaining it to him. And it seems at the perfect moment, there's a knock on the door. And it is Peter Maximoff. Not Pietro, Peter Maximoff. It's Evan Peters' Quicksilver. What did you guys think about that? Uh, I'll start. I am so excited, so happy to see Evan Peters there, like a huge step up, absolute glow up uh, from uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think his name was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, the previous one. Uh, so the accent's gone, but but the thing is, th- th- this is something we didn't talk about. Wanda's accent returns when she's in the real world. But when yeah. she's in the sitcom, there is no accent. There's no accent. And yeah. she hasn't had an accent in like four movies. Like, yeah. it doesn't make I, sense. It, comes and goes but you noticed it right you noticed yeah the yeah, yeah absolutely right? yeah. okay okay perfect i thought i was the only one so anyways uh evan peters uh, P- uh peter maximoff uh he appears as a cool uncle jesse character and yes. uh yeah and 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 it's going to be great to see where that goes hopefully he's returned retained his superpowers but again I, th- I i think he will have his powers and i also think that like this is just another uh, hint that Wanda's creating mutants ever so slowly until like the end of this show where like they're just going to come back full full force like a, a ton of mutants um i was also really happy that uh one of my uh, favorite x-men showed up and but also when i think about it i have so many thoughts about this one is like could it really be is 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 the simplest answer the the right one is it actually quicksilver from the uh the fox universe because if you think about it he was plucked around the the the, the sitcom is 80s. the 80s early 90s right yep yep wanda mentioned that she can't bring people back from the dead meaning the, the Pietro from this time is pretty much gone. So whatever reality warping thing she did, she had to go find somewhere else to find another Pietro, which was from that universe because the, the timelines match. It, it's the 80s. 
and pluck that. But oh. then also again, when you on the other hand, it might not be him because it's that's the easiest answer, right? And I don't think Marvel does it that way. So it could be somebody. It could be actually as dumb as this sounds because I'm all in my Mephisto. That could just be Mephisto pretending to be another Pietro. Um, I unfortunately had this partially spoiled for me. So it sucked. I'm pissed at myself. I'm pissed at the internet. I didn't go looking for it. But I, I saw a quote from Quicksilver from WandaVision. I didn't see what Quicksilver said it because it was someone who typed it out in a comment box on a freaking YouTube video. So I knew that Quicksilver was going to exist in some capacity. So I was not surprised to see him, but I was surprised to see that version of him, even though we knew that Evan Peters was going to do something. I just didn't think that's how it was going to play out. So I was super hyped. I love Evan Peters. Um, I did a deep dive on his costume and it's extremely accurate to everything he wore in the other X-Men movies. Like the jacket is almost identical. So the timeline, it made sense. Like there weren't too many changes to his appearance, which I thought was really interesting. Um, so same thing that you said, Lou, I thought he was kind of plucked from his timeline and brought in because they were kind of working simultaneously both in the 80s. I was like, okay, that makes sense. That's cool. Then brings me to the mirror and I don't know if you've seen anything about this online but I had to do a search on this too and this is a like prevailing theory that unlike my tiger theory this a lot of people have some thoughts about this so in um hold on I wrote down exactly so if anyone wants to look at it hold on I wrote down exactly what time it is oh hold on it's on my wrong notes let me check my other notes sorry one second <laughs> at exactly 3321 anyone wants to go back and watch there is a shot from behind Quicksilver's head where you see Wanda and the mirror beside her there is a reflection in the mirror that doesn't match with what's going on so I'm going to send that to our group now for you to look at um there's a couple of theories like on the internet about it I saw something different from what other people are seeing um so there's two theories one there's the red hand theory, which I disagree with. And two, there's like the gray arm theory, which is <laughs> the one I buy into. So if you look at the photo and you see the mirror, like there's a blue, I'm gonna like hold it up. There's like a blue arm there. Yeah, this right? blue grayish kind of. Yeah, but then what's this? To me, that looks like a guiding hand on his arm, guiding him into the room. <laughs> that does kind of look like a, that does that it does not like, like i actually got chills because because i read the red red hand theory thing and i was like his hand doesn't look that red because people are like oh Mephisto, he's got a red hand i'm like he's a white dude who's got pink undertones he's got a red hand <laughs> like it's fine um, but then i looked really closely and i saw that and i was like i couldn't figure out what that was i'm like oh is that the door frame like what is that shape so maybe very creepy yeah, Maybe it, it is it creepy. Is I, I, I didn't even Maxima. notice it till till you just mentioned it, but yeah, that's kind of creepy looking. It's creepy. So maybe it is Peter Maximoff, but he was plucked from his time by somebody else who's guiding him into this interaction right now. That's the theory I'm going with based on that gray arm. <laughs> I, I I just you, you know you know just I just assumed the simplest thing where it was like just Wanda plucking out someone that lived in that New Jersey area and just casting her into 
that role. I was like, all right, here you go. Superpowers. You got gray hair now and you're my brother. Like just, just that sort of thing. Like I, I, I didn't really think that she was plucking someone from uh, the Fox universe. I, I, I don't know if that's something then, Disney would do. But then why would they cast Evan yeah. Peters? Do you know what I mean? That's right. like, the exact same role. That was exactly what my friend said. She was like, it could be anyone. I was like, but then why is it the one actor in the world who's played this character before? Do you know what I mean? It seems like really interesting. Like, yeah, he's spectacular as the character. But it seemed like it seemed too easy of a choice when you could have literally had any white dude be that character, and it still would have had some impact of oh he's been recast, but he's been recast as another Quicksilver. Like I don't know, it feels hard not to read into it because like it seems like such a specific choice. And also, there's there's this thing where she she was talking with uh, Vision. And mentioning that, do you think I'm responsible for everything? Mm-hmm. So there's this thing where maybe it's not her. I mean, it's kind of a, a far out there theory that maybe the, the kids had something to do with it. Well, at least one of the kids, because we know that one of the kids has oh. her powers, right? Oh, the other right. one has oh, speed power. Board. The other one has Wiccan. Yeah, 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 board. yeah. I'm on board because. If you go back to when they asked if she had a brother, she said yes. Yeah. She didn't explain that he was dead. She just said he's very far away. And it makes me sad. So they're like, oh, let's make mommy happy and let's bring her brother. But they couldn't bring someone back from the dead. So they just brought the other. Oh, that's crazy. I love that. If that's what happened, that'd be really, really cool. Like, and yeah. the kids were there too when she mentioned that we can't bring people back from the dead. So maybe if it was uh, Wiccan, maybe he thought of that. I was like, okay, okay. So let's go find another brother but not the dead one right so yeah, yeah. or they just didn't understand what far away meant you know what i mean she's like he's true, far true, away yeah. they're like oh they in another dimension 10. because that's a thing that we understand because we're in a pocket dimension right now like yeah. who knows <gasps> oh i love that lou i love that that's so cool <laughs> the lunch <laughs> does, the lunch lunchbox stamp of approval that yeah <laughs> that's a good one yeah, yeah if it's like not it. right they should have done it that way because that would have been really cool too had to change it um, up from too much Mephisto, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anything else we wanted to me- like you guys wanted to mention? You felt like we didn't touch on, or any other thoughts you had about the episode, or crazy predictions? Because I know I've been going off. Um. If if we are going to, we are if we're kind of technically done, I want to ask kind of one question because I don't know if you've heard about the uh, the Luke Skywalker level cameo that yeah. uh, was asked by uh lizzie olsen who not necessarily who it is who do you think it is but who would you like it to be my, this is my question to you guys who 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 in the uh which appearance would be to you like the oh shit kind of cameo like my my favorite Marvel villain of all time is Magneto. Magneto is her father. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I want to see. I have a feeling it'll be Doctor Strange because it, it'll segue really well into mm-hmm. uh, into the uh, the next uh, Doctor Strange movie. But mm-hmm. as as far as like what I want to see, I would love to see Eric Lenshaw. But yeah, same same as Alex, cool. I would yeah. like to see either Magneto or Professor X. Either of the two. Yeah. Yeah. I would I was gonna say Professor X though I think it could be I it would just like precedence makes me say Samuel L. Jackson Nick Fury 
just because that seems like I don't know the person that would show up randomly in random things because that's kind of like his role so far um but I yeah an x-men person in general like any x-men human and like specifically as an x-men human and not as a recasting of somebody else like (laughs) An X-Men, for sure, would be my ideal. Yeah, I'd lose my shit. It was like, it was another X-Men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is unrelated to that, really, but I just legitimately just want your opinion. Um, Mordo from Doctor Strange. Um, I watched Doctor Strange last night, and they make him the bad guy in the end scene. Um, and that has not come up at all since that. Do you think he's in... Uh, multiverse of madness is that do we know is that a thing is he a bad guy as, as far as like, i he know goes he's, and he murders that dude as far as he i know he be. is he is in yeah. uh i'm gonna double check but i i, I heard that he was gonna be in uh multiverse of madness okay cool i just like that i watched it literally last night and i was like wait i don't know the answer to this like it happens and i was like this is never mentioned again and it was bothering me so well, this has been another review of WandaVision episode five. Thank you all for watching. If you enjoy our video, if you have any other theories or comments, uh, let us know in the comments. Give us a like and subscribe. Of course, we do appreciate it. Hit the bell because that's what the YouTubers tell you to do. It does something maybe or nothing. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, and yeah, this has been Lunchbox. I'm Michelle. I was joined by Lou and Alex. Thank you so much for watching. <laughs>